0: And today we're here back after it to discuss Minute Ninety One, Lost World. Dave, we uh, seen some notification last week that uh, Chronicle Collectibles have released um, pre-order information for that big one T Rex for the uh, Iron Head Studios diorama set. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? You said you're going to order the Malcolm. Did you end up doing that?
1: I did not. I'm probably going to pass on it. I'm. I've got other stuff that I wanted to buy like Jurassic hmm. World toys, and in order to do so, <laughs> I think that my money will be better spent buying the Fallen Kingdom toys. Yeah. it's don't know where I'm going to put them, but... <laughs> Especially giant three-foot wrecks.
0: Yeah, and that's probably one one question you'll throw out there to the listeners. Um, we know a lot of people out there that have brought sort of like the breakout wrecks and are going for some of these bigger, larger collectibles. Um, how do you display... How do you display stuff like this? <laughs> I need some <laughs> ideas. Um... Whether it's uh, just tables, or if you make your own shelves big enough, because there's no, there isn't really any um, readily available retail shelving mm-hmm. that you could have this big stuff on. It's it's almost a, you've got to customize everything to house it. Um, mm-hmm. oh. And it seems I don't know what what they're doing, but they've they've released or pre-orders have gone up for Malcolm and Grant for that diorama. Now the T Rex. There seems to be doing it in parts. Might um, like the vehicles will be next, and then finally the the fence and the bottom sections. But because the T Rex itself doesn't come out, it comes out in that pose we see, but it's on sort of a rock stand. Yeah. Um, that will later you can change it out to have it put its fr- foot on the front of the Explorer. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know if this is the only way. If they're going right at the moment, we're going to release this every couple of months. There'll be a new part of it come out, and then by the end of it, you've got it all. I'm just wondering if at the end of, once the final piece is coming, if you can then buy the whole thing as well as a complete set. Um,
1: I don't know. I have no idea if they'll ever do that, or if they'll just keep it piecemeal. Yeah,
0: I'd hate to have that all shipped as one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it'd, probably, it'd probably be worth more than the whole set itself.
1: But Oh my uh, god, I don't even want to think about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Nark um, Chronicles um, got the pre-orders up for that. Of course, they've got their 10-month lay-by or pay-as-you-go mm. sort of system they get up there, which, uh, David, you're making full use of. I couldn't, unfortunately. But um, hopefully after a couple of weeks and I get settled back into work, I'll be able to jump back onto those. But but as you said earlier, too, like <laughs> this, is, this is some very high-end collectibles where mm-hmm. we've got some fantastic stuff coming out at retail to go after, too, is... Going to be costly, very costly.
1: And not only that, but um, I mean, you gotta keep in mind that these things are to the point where you either gotta choose a mortgage or your dinosaurs. I, I've seen people <laughs> joking about how uh, their girlfriend or wife would kill them if they if they found out the money they were spending.
0: Hmm. Huh? Yeah.
1: I mean, not fiz- not literally, but it's. Figuratively, they would be packing their bags.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you couldn't take me out to dinner last week, but you spent six hundred dollars on a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. that's that's the perils collectors live under. But, mm-hmm.
1: um, but the it's oh, so. Go. I mean, that T Rex is huge. You got to admit, for the money, it's it's magnificent. It's a little bit bigger than the uh colossal or the super colossal t-rex by mattel which honestly is pretty big by itself it's like a dober it makes a it makes the bold t-rex look like a teacup poodle or a chihuahua by itself. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah like i didn't i didn't completely get into my head how big one-tenth it was going to be like they had a photo of it posed beside the breakout t-rex mm-hmm. and it looked just like um the breakout t-rex next to that little breakout set they are going to release the size difference this thing's massive it's (laughs) it's
1: like a doberman next to a teacup poodle (laughs) yeah yep,
0: yeah so this this is well beyond detox or any shelving like that this is this is fully customized shelving
1: (laughs) yeah or even like putting a table up in the middle of your room (laughs) yeah honey we're gonna need a uh, we're gonna need a an extension on the living room. <laughs> I need someplace um, to
0: put on my Jurassic Park collectible. Yeah. But, but the colour and sculpt on the Rex looks fantastic oh, still. Oh, it does. It does look so much better than what Chronicle did with the breakout one. Which, yeah, it does. just to just to add insult the injury, mine's gone missing in transit between America and here. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Postal wow. Service doesn't know where it's gone. The tracking they're trying to track it down so no. <laughs> I've not had a good week
1: <laughs> no I've had that I mean, happen with like tiny things like yeah like earrings or something like that for like cosplay purposes because Roland does have an ear a gold earring in his ear yep and I had one I mean it was one time and it well, admittedly it was a tiny little package which would be easy <laughs> to miss
0: yeah but what? the, the, yeah, the breakout a, rocks is two foot square <laughs>
1: uh, Oh, oh no! Just... Yeah, I'm looking for my T-Rex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have a look around. Oh, you'll know if it's there. It's a big box.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've seen the boxes. They're huge.
0: Yeah, Not as huge
1: so... as, uh, as the Iron Studios, but still pretty big.
0: Hmm. No. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully something comes out of that next week or so. I can finally get Rexy home. But.
1: Um... <laughs> yeah that's one souvenir they won't be taken with
0: him. But apart from that, Dave, anything else we want to get into before we get into minute 91?
1: No, I think we've covered that.
0: All right. As we in the minute 90 of the Lost World, Ian and the Velociraptor were playing cat and mouse in the gas station office, and Ian being sent back through the glass window, the door covering his exit. As we open our minute 91, Ian gets to his feet quickly and runs back past the gas station towards the only other source of refuge he can find an abandoned car. At 90 minutes and 4 seconds the velociraptor seeing Ian jumps through another of the glass windows and slips on the ground before getting up and charging at the car. At 90 minutes and 12 seconds we cut inside the car as Ian locks the door and the velociraptor tries to make its way in. At 90 minutes and 14 seconds we cut back to the inside the kiln shed As the raptors pound on the door and continue to dig underneath, Kelly and Sarah slowly walk back until they reach the rear wall and begin kicking at planks, trying to loosen them up. At 90 minutes and 34 seconds we cut back to Ian in the car and the raptors now got its nose through a hole in the window and the gap's getting bigger. Meanwhile back in the kiln shed, both the hunter and the prey are digging quickly to see who can get their hole dug first. And as we in minute 91, Sarah has a rock to help her dig faster after his sort of stunt of going through the glass Ian gets back to his feet and runs past the front of the gas station where you can see those two large tractor tires again sort of sitting on the ground in front of the uh, the window where the raptor jumped through earlier Yeah,
1: there's also a um, saw horse yes for some reason yeah. I do no there I mean I have no idea what they'd be sawing
0: that's they're obviously just something from the set when they are building the set there, so I'll just leave it kick yes. it over <laughs> really
1: right. Yeah, it it looks so funny. out of we'll leave it.
0: There. It look yeah, it looks so out of place because of how new a condition it looks like. It looks like new timber. Yeah.
1: Um
0: it really that stands probably
1: out. Probably is. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. But then it's again like a lot of the we don't see that many here, but later with the slider stuff as well, there's a lot of um, in gen crates and even just standard um, pine and painted crates, so a lot yeah. of that stuff was probably what a lot of this materials for the set come in. Um, all mm-hmm. the glass would have come in crates and that, so mm-hmm. hey, we've used the crates to get the stuff here, we'll just litter them around as well.
1: Mhm. I love that. I, th- I think that's so funny. Because Sliders isn't the only spot where we see a crate with an InGen logo on it. I can't no. remember the other um, TV show, but there's one. Just, oh no, wait, it was a movie. And just randomly you see an InGen logo there. I'm like, okay, so engine exists in this movie i guess because i mean it's the straight-up engine logo it's not like it's just this thing that says engine on it it's the engine logo
0: yeah i've I, I don't know if we talked about this in very early minutes or not um the drawn travolta nicholas cage movie um face-off
1: yeah that was it
0: which come out in i think it came out in 97 as well mm-hmm. where they've got the concept there is as a prison, and it's all you got magnetic boots, and you're locked down on this oil, oil rig out in the ocean. Um, whereas one of the rooms in there is sort of like a there's a chair, like a dentist chair set up where they sort of get tortured and that for being um, misbehaving in the prison. Um, mm-hmm. All the it's all filled with stainless bench tops and sort of cupboards and that, and they've got the blue InGen logo we see from the side of the helicopter in Jurassic Park stenciled on yeah. everything yeah um which you could say okay it's all reused stuff from the kitchen saying that but we don't see that blue engine logo on anything in the kitchen because there's like fridges like stand up two-door fridges like stainless steel fridges in that in that room as well um that it, it, it all looks like stuff that's come straight out of the kitchen scene mm-hmm. but it's just got that blue stenciled engine logo and i've i've been trying i've only got a low quality of it on the ipad i've I've been trying to find a HD screen cap site that does it, but no one's ever tackled it, probably, because it's not the best film and probably wouldn't be much interest in it. But, yeah, just something like that where... um, And it's that blue InGen logo. It's not the white one we see here in The Lost World, either. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of... I think when we first started, I was going through and looking for a lot of films like that because I also found the bull T-Rex in um, Sylvester Stallone's Daylight when the... uh, when the explosion goes through the tunnel, you actually get a scene of the T-Rex, and from its back legs, or from its legs back, the tail's all melted off it, and it's smoking. Because the kid, the kid was holding it in the car earlier, sort of to show that, well, the Rex is melted and on fire and smoking. Well, the kid didn't make it either, so... Aww. it's uh, Yeah, it's a little bit of a dark scene. But yeah, here's a bull T-Rex <laughs> sitting in the middle of the street with its tail missing, and it's just smoking, because it just went through an explosion, but... <laughs> Oh, there um, there's little also, there's little things like that
1: yeah speaking of which there's a um jester park series one young t-rex in halloween six it's actually one of the time the kid's favorite toys in that movie yeah, yeah. you can yeah. see it sitting on his television and he, earlier in the movie he's playing with it Mm-hmm. and then in um toy story they based the pteranodon toy yes the kids in the evil little boy's room off the Jurassic Park uh, Series 1 Pteranodon toy. And it's, like, straight yep. up. It's almost the exact toy, except that one has teeth.
0: Yeah, I had that figure, and it also lost its head. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it did something definitely... You
1: tried to a doll's head, did you?
0: <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, but that was... That definitely screamed out when I seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, um... As a getting back to the minute, Ian runs past the office and sort of, as he does, the raptor leaps out one of the other windows, so <laughs> the raptor's a dick to windows. Um, yeah. <laughs> didn't Couldn't go back through the window it come through earlier. Um, no. Couldn't,
1: couldn't just use the door, the door's still open.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, Ian ripped it off and it was blocking the window he fell out of, so... <laughs> um, but it sort of it slips on the ground, giving Ian just enough time to get to the car and open the door and start to climb inside. Mm-hmm. Um... And, of course, going back to the movie Database Vehicles, it's a uh, 1976 International Harvester Scout Traveller, yep. which is sort of like a two-door um, pickup truck here with the closed back cab on it, sort of like a station wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, now,
1: minor uh, film goof here. When we see the Raptor body slam Ian Malcolm into the door and then we get that <laughs> interior shot of the, win- of the window uh, the Raptor's biting at, then we get the exterior shot where we see Ian Malcolm's uh, lock the car door like he expects the raptor to open the car door. I don't know. Yeah. They do open doors, so he, who knows? But when we get the uh, exterior shot of the window, we see there's a much larger hole than when we'd last seen the door, which is mm. probably um, how they were able to get the practical puppet to just smash its head and break, bust open the window.
0: Yeah, yeah. well it's not the only weird thing going on here too because there's this a weird cut from when that raptor's chasing Ian, and he's sort of got the door open he's half got himself inside and it's sort of, it's very similar to what we've seen earlier with the Pachycephalosaurus ramming the jeep where it goes from the animal ramming the vehicle and they are still sort of got a foot on the ground and outside and all of a sudden it cuts and the door slams closed and they're completely inside where <laughs> naturally limbs would be... Sp- crushed in the door mm-hmm. as it's getting slammed shut but um yeah like kazane was completely outside the car and only gets the door open before the raptor leaps forward and slams into it forcing it shut yeah behind i've
1: always thought that was a weird cut too
0: even his head like because he's tall in the vehicle
1: yeah <laughs> his
0: head's above the door frame
1: i mean i yeah. i hit my head entering my car door and oh yeah
0: <laughs> it's a pain I still do it getting in and out of the truck sometimes just you don't duck your head enough and bang straight into it. oh yeah. yeah oh darn
1: it
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been in
1: my car for I mean 10 years now <laughs> I should be yeah. used
0: to it yeah exactly <laughs> yep you know, always got something on your mind you forget or <laughs> you in a hurry when you're in a hurry
1: and Either I have that or... very much in a hurry here and he's still yeah I mean you know
0: yep But, um, again, the door slams shut, forcing it shut. And um, we cut to uh, inside the kiln shed. the cut to the kiln shed interior. Sarah and Kelly are looking at the door and the wall as the raptors are sort of pounding on it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it sort of seems like more of a maintenance shed than what we got with the Jurassic Park one because there's, like, chains and tools hanging from the walls. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: That big pipe wrench that's there.
1: And, in fact, I just noticed that there's a crossed... Um, there's a kind of crossed window welded to the uh, interior window there so that the window glass doesn't break in which i always wonder if like they did that as a um, deterrent in case an, uh, something like this happened you know
0: well yeah it makes sense but then as we just seen at the gas station you've got those very large windows there that <laughs> the animal jumps straight through yeah um...
1: I mean, I wonder if the door here, or the kiln shed, rather, was meant to be, like, if something gets into the worker village, run in here and wait for well, help. Well, if,
0: yeah, if it's the source of the power, you'd, you wouldn't want animals in there anyway. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And it'd sort of, it'd again, be another safe spot. Um, especially yeah. if the way, it's sort of the outside of how it's constructed with that cross bracing and those big I-beams eye, eye sort of go mm-hmm. up.
1: Or, like um, Bill Paxton says in Aliens, they're animals, man. How can they cut the power? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they can't open doors here. They decide to uh, hey, really? we get the camera dropped down and they start to um, dig. Mm-hmm. Dig. And we. I just love a couple of times here we get that nose that are apt to come down the dirt and just that big snort. Yeah. And blow is, up the cloud of dust.
1: Yeah, it's so lovely, isn't it? I mean, it's so animalistic. And they're like, mm. they're they'd want to get that meat in the in- inside there and they, they just can't quite get it. So they're going to just keep digging and let them dig themselves a hole. So, yeah. Both Metaphorically and physically.
0: Yep. And it's just great too. Like they've got the big clawed hands But mm-hmm. them digging is one thing I've always wanted to see. I'd want to see them climb trees next. I hope there's something in Fallen Kingdom where we see them actually climbing.
1: Um, uh, I'm not sure if that's something they can do in um, the Lost World, the book. Uh, Richard Levine hides from raptors by climbing up a tree, and he, sa- he says that they can't get to him because they can't climb the tree.
0: Don't they leap up and grab branches though? Because I'm pretty sure he kicks one, or oh, he might go higher. I, I can't no, remember. No, they
1: climbed the high hide. They climb the yeah railings on the high hide, but they never actually climbed. the. Uh, I don't think we ever actually see him climb a tree in the book.
0: Yeah, no, I'm thinking back to uh, Raptor Red, which was released around the same time as Jurassic Park and uh, featured on uh, Utah Raptor. And uh, there's a scene in that where um, the animal actually digs its large clo- toe claws into the tree, bark at a tree, and uses that to climb. But mm. um, that might not be scientifically accurate. <laughs> yeah. So I'll leave that. To...
1: Oh, you know?
0: Yeah, well, that's a big animal to be hanging off one toe claw each. but Exactly. Um, yeah, that's but... like a 300, 350,
1: 100 or a 350, at least, pound animal.
0: Yeah, yep. But um, back to the minute here, we see Kelly shaking her head, and the camera does a slow pan um, around past Sarah as she watches on, and in the background we can see eliminated switch panels and gauges on the wall, which um, it's got to be something to monitor the power Mm
1: -hmm. or the
0: turbine control. Yeah,
1: probably. Um, and of course you see everything there on the one panel is in red so like you said earlier in the previous minute they um they might not have everything powered up in the in the um, village there i'm sure there's a switch over there that turns uh, on the gas pumps i'm sure yeah. there's a switch there that turns them to pump the steam from into the um into the village from the pipes you know i'm sure mm-hmm. there's a bunch of buttons over there that are meant to do stuff that we just never see what
0: they do. Yeah, well, we don't get a close enough shot because there's a, a few rows of gauges there as well, which I'll, mm. again, um, power, sort of power being generated, um, power distribution, that sort of thing. But yeah. we do get one sort of good shot when Ian comes in a little bit later that I've taken a still from and I'll post up. But you can see sort of like those big, um, like those big circuit breaker levers mm-hmm. right next to the door on a control box there that sort of just seemed to be the large, like, you're just flipping it, it froze, it froze the breakers or supplies power. So, mm-hmm. again, having that one switch in the operations building that can do it all um, yeah. is something a bit different, but I suppose it's it's what Nick had to do to get the radio going. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there's another possibility that that switch just turned, was, like, a general switch. It turned on some features but not everything. Like, you know how when you go into your house and on the breaker switch you have, like, switches that turn on various different parts of your house, mm. I'm sure it's the same thing, you know? Well, even even
0: in Jurassic Park, when Arnold went to turn the power back on, there was those three main switches in the control room.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it was just unfortunate the shutdown threw the breakers at the maintenance shed, which they had to go and do. But mm-hmm. again, if the breakers were shown, thrown at the maintenance shed, how the computers boot back on and say, system ready. <laughs> it's oh. sort of... It, it's, even... it's standard power. Like, the light yeah. should have come back on as well. It's just basic power.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well even then there is um when as ellie's going through the various functions of the park and turning them back on there's general there's like general there's like general fencing there is uh, uh visitor center there is hotel um various parts of the park that she had to turn on individually you know
0: yeah the individual park systems and that's sort of going down that list there's nothing um like, yes, like, it's got Visitor Centre there, for instance. Well, we already knew there was power to the Visitor Centre because system ready at the computers. Um, the lights and fans were on when they were sitting down eating the ice cream and that. So there's general power there. I've seen that panel more of that's the fence, like the, the Visitor Centre fence, the perimeter fence, the T-Rex fence, mm-hmm. the, raptor, the Raptor paddock, um, the hotel fence, sort of. That was just the fence boot-up area. But, I don't know, it's probably been... <laughs> probably be explained away somewhere else yeah
1: I'm sure um, now another thing but, about these switches here is they have writing on them now I would die to see what that to see what that yeah, writing says
0: yep you know? again hopefully that 4k blu-ray just crisps all this up and we might be able to get some screen caps from it oh uh,
1: yeah really I'd love it of course I don't have anything um,
0: that would play 4k oh, I don't know I don't know either <laughs> mm-hmm. I brought a DVD player to play that first two-pack of Jurassic Park and The Lost World, I'm not quite in a position where I want to get a 4K setup just to buy... <laughs> yeah, I mean, my,
1: not even my TV plays 4K.
0: Yeah. You know? like there's some there's some movies that I've brought DVD box sets for that I actually went out and brought the 3D version as well. Like, the the, the top of the line, got the 3D version, the Blu-ray, and everything mm-hmm. else that goes with it. Um, I don't have a, Blu- a 3D player or a 3D TV. It's just... Uh for one day, I just wanted it because it's a great use of the 3D, and wanted to be able to watch it one day when the technology gets cheaper. Now, unfortunately, it's not going to get any cheaper because it's no longer being made, really. But, yeah. So,
1: missed was, that boat. 3D TV was kind of a bust, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, yep. Until Avatar 2. We'll see what James Cameron wants to do there. <laughs> um, but, uh, Kelly and Sarah sort of start walking back as the bang, pounding continues, and, um, they walk back and come up against the rear wall and they sort of both turn and start kicking at the wall trying to loosen off a few planks of wood. you got to wonder why they're not trying to climb at this point, mainly just probably to get back out and rendezvous with Ian outside on ground level before they even think about going up. Probably too, because it's a large three-storey structure and you don't want to be stuck at the top. yeah, With uh, animals behind you, if they do get it back in, but um, we cut back to Ian in the car and the Raptor's got Snout making a hole in the window and it's slowly getting bigger and... Yeah, it's only sugar glass, but just the where this animatronic's going to be taking here, sort of, it's it's moving its head left to right and spinning its snout into the glass, trying mm-hmm. to make this hole bigger. Um... Now, I
1: mean, this was always one shot that I used that show when Jurassic World first came out and we saw the, uh, Chris Pratt holding his, holding his own against the raptors, I'm like, this is what raptors do. <laughs> they don't just stop because you put your hand up. They smash their face <laughs> through glass to eat you. You know? Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, it's even when um when that kid gets, when he finally gets through the bars and Pratt says, don't turn your back on him, and he turns around and it's just there snarling. Well, the bars are wide enough for its hand to get through.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, they would have reached in to grab the guy and clawed him into his mouth, you know? And yeah. That's and this is what just... raptors do. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. But just it's it's great work on the puppeteer's front where they're able to control the raptor enough because it yeah. being sugar glass would be very brittle. Um, mm-hmm. Just to do those minute little movements of the snout or
1: mm-hmm. the
0: actuators, so it doesn't just completely break the window straight away. But um, but then just do the little movements and not tear at the latex skin. Whether they had to do something a little bit sturdier here or or mm-hmm. what, but.
1: Oh, I know that they used just a half raptor on this one. They yes. They had a half animatronic, and it was just the torso up, and mm-hmm. then they had two guys with with uh, raptor arms, kind of latex to their hands. That they just had uh, propped up on the side of the on the side of the animatronics. I don't even think the animatronic had. I can't remember if it even had hands or not.
0: Yeah, because I'm resting on the door frame where the window is. Because you can see from the outside or from the inside looking out, the claws are there at the window.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, just got its hands resting on the top of the door. Um, but then it also it had a tail section as well that you can see sort of behind its head.
1: Yeah, they, it's they out of focus, a, but yeah, they did have a prop tail, but it wasn't out yeah, of, like, it wasn't functional. It was just there mm. to be there so that you yep. could see something. You know.
0: And it's sort of, it's one of those things, and we've sort of seen it in the Fallen Kingdom trailer, where nowadays you just have the Siege animal there, it'd be sort of thrashing around, it'd be banging against the window, banging against the car, sort of trying to get that more mm-hmm. tension, but it's just great, and it would have been good here, um, uh, it probably would have lunged at the screen in 3D as well, when it finally did get its head inside, it would have sort of swiped it in a couple of times, but... Um, the camera turns across Ian's face, and we get to see the killing shed once again, the two raptors digging at the door.
1: Well, that's another thing that they did in Jurassic World, that I mean, it's not as terrifying, but, um, and just because it was just so quick, is because they, um, you know, the one raptor smashes her head, right, and she jumps on the truck and smashes her head right through the window. Mm. And I mean, you're sure you got their head there, but it's a CGI head, it's not an animatronic head. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just something about a practical effect in your lap snapping a straw at <laughs> you. It's just scarier, I feel. Real teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and and we've talked before, going all the way back, to, even to Eddie getting plucked or getting attacked in the car, like he was in there, and that animatronic was ripping the door off and that, and mm-hmm. that slight little bit of terror in the back of your mind, thinking this this is real. If, if something goes wrong here in the rain, mm-hmm. um, we could be in trouble, but. Yeah. yep. But then again, it's just good here too, seeing these two raptors outside digging digging away. Um, back inside the kiln shed, Kelly and Sarah are digging also under the wall. Sarah sort of takes a look back at the door and we once again get the snail of the raptor appear and give a good old snort. And then we cut back to Sarah continuing to dig and that's where the minute ends. But um, as for the road to here in the San Diego script, or the pre-San Diego script, um... The team's still at the front of the operations building. Um, in the shooting script, however, Nick had just entered the car and the Raptor had slammed into it. Same thing as what we see here. The uh, Raptor forces its way into the car, just like in the film. So Nick shouts at it and he rolls over the into the front seat as the Raptor sort of comes in through the rear window of the car. And then he quickly realises that the car's got no front windshield. So um, at that point, the Raptor sort of leaps up over the top onto the hood and goes to come through the windshield at him and he sort of opens the door and sprints just in time for the uh, operations building and disappears behind the wooden door. In the main street, Ian's face-to-face with the second raptor and he sort of sees Nick run into the operations building and tells Kelly to run in there while he distracts the animal, which is all from when we've seen it at the start of the attack. And he sort of, as she runs for the operations building, <laughs> Ian shouts and pounds his chest and sort of runs at the animal to distract and try to scare it off but uh, it, it, it works for about three seconds and the raptor doesn't move. It just opens its jaws and snarls back at him.
1: And I could just what would happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I just would love to see Ian sort of, oh. <laughs> um, but he sort of looks past the animal and sees Kelly make it to the operations building and moves inside as well and then uh, looks around and starts to run for the gas station. Um, and the rest of the scene happens pretty much identical as the film. The uh, cat and mouse in, in and out the window... Or the when the raptor gets to the gas station, it leaps at the door first, but after meeting resistance, then jumps through the window, um, mm. which is stained glass in the screen, shooting script, not just a big glass window. So
1: Damn, I don't that's...
0: know why. You'd, yeah, I don't know why you want a large stained glass window on a gas station. Yeah,
1: that's kind of weird.
0: It would have been nice to see some sort of dinosaur mural there, but the whole point of that window is so the operator inside can see who's outside the pumps. You'd imagine. Mm-hmm. You can't normally see through stained glass. It's good for letting light through, but it's yeah. not something you have at a window you want to see out of. Um, but uh, he doesn't rip the door off the hinges that we've seen here. He sort of he hides behind it as the raptor comes back in. He sort of opens the door in front of him and puts it across in front of him to uh, put it between him and the raptor. And um, but the, it still slams into it and sends him flying through the uh, window. But then as he gets up, he runs towards the operations building, not to the car because. Obviously, that was what Nick uh, had done previous in the script, so. A lot of the stuffs, a lot of the main points are still here. It's just different people are doing them, and it was just shot in a bit of a different sequence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, yeah, anything else on Minute 91 you want to get to before we're out the week? I think
1: we're good.
0: All right. All right, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. Email feedback to the lost world at gmail.com, Facebook The Lost World Minutes. Twitter at thelostworldminutes and Instagram thelostworldminutes.
1: Easy to remember.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah, very easy to right. remember. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. You're welcome. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later.
1: Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative